You're listening to CounterTalks, Canada's podcast for the equipment and event rental industry. CounterTalks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, folks. It's Pat Flannery coming to you again on Counter Talks. Uh, today, I've got uh, a, a really uh, a, a great guest, something neat to talk about. Uh, Judson McNeil is here. Uh, she is with the uh, the ARA, the American Rental Association. She's the director of uh, programs and fundraising for the uh, ARA Foundation, which is uh, a, a very uh, a very interesting body that uh, I'm going to get her to uh, to introduce and talk about a little bit. Uh, but first of all, Judson, how are you doing? Good to uh, good to see you today. Fantastic! Thanks so much for having me on the show, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great to have you here. This is uh, this is kind of just a just a fun way to chat about things that are going on in the industry. And uh, I wanted to uh, well start out um, just I guess introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us about about your background uh, and and what you're doing with the ARA. That yes, happy to. Um, I am the as you mentioned <laughs> the director of the ARA Foundation Programs and Fundraising. And I'm relatively new to the organization, having uh, joined in this role just in May, but I'm not new to the rental industry. Previously, I was 20 years with the Toro Company Foundation and had an opportunity to work very closely with the ARA, uh, specifically in the last three to four years. We all know Toro. Get your finest lawn care equipment there. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, no stranger to rental for sure. Um, tell us about the ARA Foundation, Judson. What's um, what uh, what what is it? What do you do? Yeah. So the ARA Foundation um, is a nonprofit organization that is here to serve the rental industry, and specifically, we focus on um, education and community efforts. So with education, we have um, a number of programs that are available to um, people in the industry. So it's someone in the equipment industry. We love it if they're a member of the ARA, but um, we are open to serve everyone in the industry. And so we offer scholarships um, for young people that are, uh, that are currently in the industry and they uh, could be going to trade school or they could be uh, getting another degree that is related to working within the rental industry. Uh, we have a, a really fantastic program around workforce development. It's the Employee Training Assistance Program. And with this, we offer grants to um, assist uh, members and their employees in continuing their education or uh, in getting a certification. We also have um, a mentor program on the education side, which uh, partners ARA members to um, help them achieve a goal. So maybe you have somebody um, that is uh, just starting in the business and they're trying to understand, you know, even like how you put together inventory, you know, how you manage staff, things like that. We will partner them with a mentor um, that has expertise in that area uh, to work with them closely. And then we also um, call, have what we call sponsored trainings in education, where we support education with the um, young professionals group and the women in rental group. Right. So then our, our other focus would be uh, in the community. And um, we support uh, grants for disaster relief. Um, 
if and you know unfortunately in Canada that there are a number of fires um, that come through or whether it's flooding or hurricanes and um, so if an employee of a member or a, a business has had uh, impact from a disaster relief they can from a disaster they can apply for a grant with that and then our final community program is is what we're here to talk about today which is our community impact project so um, about three years ago, we worked at the time I was with the Toro Company Foundation and I worked with a member of the board of the ARA Foundation um, who was with the Ditchwich brand. And we were trying to determine, you know, how can we combine our interests, our interests and our assets to engage rental members in giving back in their community. And so with that, the Community Impact um, Project was born. And with it, um, there's financial support for the community impact programs from the Toro Company Foundation and also from the ARA Foundation. So we had initially agreed we wanted to do a project in each of the 10 regions of the American Rental Association, and uh, that would include Canada. So we were just uh, thrilled to be able to work with our Region 10 Director, Angie Venenkamp, and another project lead, Rob Potter, who is with uh, Cooper Equipment, mm -hmm. and um, they kind of led the project from the on the ground uh, as we engaged with uh, a $20,000 grant to a, to a local nonprofit to do a, a number of projects that I hope you're going to ask me about. Yeah, I am. I, I am going to ask you about that. I, I I was fascinated in that in that program uh, uh, from the moment I heard about it. I said, you know what? What a what a great idea! Um, I've 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 had different rental companies over the years, you know, tell me um, um, just how 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 effective and how satisfying it is to get involved in a community project to try to you know help out with some charity, help out with some donations, uh, uh, help out uh, uh, lending equipment, um, any really anything they can do, and uh, and and they always you know seem to find that the the, the feedback, of course, is tremendous. Uh, uh, they get business out of it <laughs> in the end. Um, and, and, and it, and it just, um, it, it just really anchors the, the, the company in the, in, in the community. Is that, is that kind of the concept that came out behind the impact, uh, pro program? Is that, is that, was that the idea, Judson? You know, it, it's about that. And it's about, and I call it kind of engaging the assets of rental members, which also builds awareness in the community. And then um, leads to uh, what I also refer to as skills-based volunteerism. So especially on the equipment side of the rental industry, we have people with a lot of expertise that, that they can give back. So, uh, so what we determined is that if we can find projects that have a need for equipment, um, equipment from the Toro Company, from Ditchwich, from any rental stores to help get the job done, um, you know, those were the types of projects that we were looking for. And then we also engaged the um, event side of the rental industry in terms of you can't have an event without tents, chairs, right. tables, coolers. Porta potties. Porta potties, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so with that, you also, you know, I are exposing the asset of what rental stores have to the community. Yeah, it really, it really works well. For 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 everybody, uh, as far as I can tell, um, and, and I know that um, 
so so tell me i guess before we get into the specific thing that just went just went down in bc um tell me a bit about um uh, how this works uh, uh and how i guess i guess first of all how do you find that how do you find the projects that you're going to support oh thanks for asking that question so the first two years of the partnership that we have with the Torah Company Foundation was the intent was we wanted to do a project in each region of the ARA. Mm -hmm. So we did that over actually a three-year period because COVID was in there and, and got us delayed a little bit. So uh, we are had our project here in Region 10, um, and then we're doing another project at the end of the month in Region 8. So... Oh. Moving forward, we have a new process, and that is um, there's an application. So if there are members um, in Canada that know of organization that needs, uh, you know, the type of assistance that the AERA can um, provide with our equipment, and um, then, you know, we'd love for them to submit an application, and, and that's how um, the decisions of where we will do our projects will be determined moving forward. Great. And, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that application um, can be found on the, the ARA Foundation website. Okay, what's what's that address? Yeah, so I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah, I, I know. Sure I, I know. Well, it's at ararental.org slash ARA-foundation. Great, okay. Write, write it down, folks. ARARental.org. <laughs> Slash foundation. If you go to the ARA website, I'm sure you can find You'll those. See it. Yeah. So under the ARA website, you'll get involved. You'll see the foundation. Perfect. Perfect. Now is the um um so tell me a bit about the criteria. What 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 are you going to be looking at uh, uh as 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 the kind of projects you want to get involved in? Yeah, so um kind of two of the primary components of the projects we're looking for is member engagement on the ground because you know I, I'm actually a remote employee with the ARA, but we're headquartered in Moline, Illinois. And so we do um, rely on the local project, the local member to be actively engaged. And then secondarily, um, we want to partner with a nonprofit that has the capacity to be a part of the project with us. And they have, um, you know, staff, that can be also um, engaged with organizing the project, ordering materials, um, and then oversight the day of the event. Okay. So once we kind of get those those key components in place, then we um, we do have the project budget. So the grant amount is $20,000. So a project doesn't have to be exactly $20,000. It could be part of a larger project, or, um, you know, we also do allow for some funds to be used for ongoing maintenance of the property. And I can just give you a couple examples of the types of, of projects um, that we've done. We have uh, renovated uh, baseball fields. We have um, redone uh, landscaping, uh, a lot of redoing landscaping, planting trees. Uh, actually in the Twin Cities, we moved um, tons of silt from the river that had just piled up for years. And so we took all that silt with, you know, with big equipment and we moved it into a prairie where we actually planted prairie seed. We've done a lot of um, um, 
laying or preparing trails in parks. So for example, um, some of the equipment we use is uh, the tour company has a, a material buggy, you know, and with that, you can just haul lots of material in and volunteers that rake, whether it's rock or um, mulch, et cetera. Great. Great. And yeah, so that, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, so it's basically if, if it's something that you're, that your rental store can participate in that, that that you can you know provide donate equipment whatever to 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 help out with the project put in put in the you know if you, you see something around your community you know oh geez that you know those tennis courts over there have have have, have well cracked and need to be resurfaced or something like that and the you know that the township never seems to have the money to do anything with it uh uh you know so, something something like that that's a just a crazy example off the top of my head because I like to play tennis uh and oh, me too uh, hey there you go <laughs> the courts and and the courts are always going to hell you know <laughs> everywhere <laughs> so so that's 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 a thing but um uh you know you see something like that you know put in your application of the ara say you know here's something great i think the foundation might assist with and you know it'll get looked at and 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 like you say if you you know and if there's a partner there i i, I suppose by nonprofit. Do, do you mean municipalities and 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 government too, or is it got to be a charitable thing? No, absolutely. We work with municipalities and governments. Actually, in Montana, coming up, we're working with the Flathead County Parks. There you go. And, um, yes. Hey, and so I will just share this, Pat, that if anybody has questions as they're trying to determine if it's a fit or not before they complete the application, I mean, obviously, if you want to complete the application, send it in and, and we'll be in touch, but... Um, you're, they're welcome to give me a call or contact me at judson.mcneil at ararental.org. And I could, I can share my phone number 800-334-2177. Great. There you go. So call Judson ahead of time and bounce an offer. And, and, uh, and, and if it sounds like, uh, if it sounds like something they want to take a look at, uh, she'll let you know. And, uh, and 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 then then you don't have to do all that paperwork and typing before you uh <laughs> it up the wrong tree. But yeah, it 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 just it, I I I I love the concept. I th I think it's something that um that 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 a lot of people are going to be interested in. Let's get to the interesting thing. I I know <clears throat> for a while I was bouncing some emails around with some of my friends at the ARA, Angie, uh, Josh, some 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 other people, and 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 they were saying, you know, geez, we need a Region Ten project. Uh, you know, what, what, what can we do? And, you know, I, I, I'm racking my brain and asking a few people and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't immediately obvious what should, what should be done. Uh, but it sounds like Angie and Rob came up with something, uh, or at least helped to come up with something. Well, you could tell me how, how, how it all came about. And, uh, and you guys did a project, did, did you, you said it was in Langley, uh, yes, uh -huh. Langley over lower mainland. Uh, very, very close to where the uh, the CRA uh, uh, BC show uh, uh, always was, uh, and uh, and so so an area very familiar to Rob. Uh, he's right down there, and um, and so tell me tell me what happened in Langley and what you guys did there. Yes, yeah, so Angie and I had communicated to try to determine you know what type of organization would be a good fit. So so with that. Um, 
She is a horse lover, and we explored some of the equine therapy programs actually throughout um, Canada. Uh, it's very, you know, it's very popular within um, the country. And so one of the criteria, I guess I should mention this too, is that, you know, when we do a project, we want to make sure that the um, nonprofit or obviously a municipality owns the land, but that you know, the nonprofit owns the land. So with the equine therapy programs, we really, we found there weren't that many um, programs that owned their own land, but we uh, found an organization called Pacific Riding for Developing Abilities, which is in Langley, uh, that is celebrating their 50th year in business this year. So um, we reached out to them and just had a conversation about, you know, what are your needs? Is there a way that we can help? And so with that, you might imagine, um, you know, small nonprofits always have a, a big list of needs, but this one was really exciting for us because um, kind of the high level, they have a um, couple of arenas um, that they use daily and they the footing in those arenas had not been replaced probably in 10 years. So that was the high priority for them. They also, um, during the winter, they, I mean, they have the horses are outside year round. And so during the winter, they, they bring extension cords out and about to make sure that the water, you know, they have the yep. water doesn't freeze and things like that. And so, which is, you know, a safety hazard. So they needed conduits dug to put, um, you know, electrical uh, wiring underneath there. And then uh, the special request, which was really exciting for all of the other projects were fantastic, but they asked um, us if we could help them put in a sensory path. And this is something that we didn't know until we got there, but this organization has uh, wanted one of these for like 15 years. So, so what is a sensory path? What it is, is it's a path that has different materials so that when the horse and the rider cross over the materials, you know, there's a different sensation um, that the horse has as they go over different materials. And then that then the rider experiences um, the same thing. So, um, so we dug out um, a, a long area and um, had to put a base down and then we installed rock, we installed mulch, we installed sand, and then we also um, installed wa a water area. And then as they come out of the long sensory path, then they go into what's called a triangle. And in this area, they will go to a mailbox, which we installed all the holes and they uh, grab some um, rings and then they will go forward to um, another device that has posts coming out of it. And then they put the rings on the advice on, on the um, on the device. And then they go to, you know, two other features that engage the rider in a sensory experience. I mean, and, and, you know, Pat, we, all of us, I mean, when we finished with that path, we were just almost in tears because it was just, it was so exciting to know that the people that use their services, you know, are just, you know, are going to have a different experience, you know, because of, of uh, the, vo the volunteer activity that we participated in. And so it, it was fun. And then they had a test because, they brought the horse through to see how the horse would react to the sensory path. And it was, it was interesting because man, that horse got to the water and he said, I don't know what we're doing, but I'm not going any further. 
<laughs> he, came, he came to he came to a stop and so the rider you know she got off and she uh, said okay you know she walked through the water with him and then she did that twice and then by the third time he's like okay i got it i understand what's happening so the point of that is that before um their uh, clients come back which they came back this week um they would have put all the horses through the sensory path uh, a number of times to make sure that they're comfortable with the new environment. This is cool. I have so many questions. Uh, okay, so so first of all, equine therapy. I have no idea what 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 is this? What are, what are they doing? Is it is it like companion animals type thing? Well, no. So. Uh, and again, I, I'm not an expert, um, and I would refer anybody to uh, their website, the Pacific Riding for Developing Abilities website. But so they help people with physical disabilities, and they help people with mental disabilities. Okay. And then um, so they have a, a place where, like, there's a lift that can load someone with a disability onto the horse. And so every ride, every cut client that's on a horse, I think has two or three volunteers assigned to them. Okay. So it's highly volunteer intensive when they are, um, you know, with their clients. So, and then there, you know, there are people that, you know, I just will maybe use autism as an example of, um, you know, how uh, people get ner nervous in different environments, maybe not functioning at a level. And so horses just have a way of calming people and, you know, kind of relating with them. Yeah. So, uh, so it's like I said, it's people with all developing abilities and, you know, some people come in there maybe after even um, an injury of sorts and um, can use their program for a limited amount of time or, you know, ongoing use. Yes. I've, 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 I've heard that, 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 that people can find they get something out of the, out of, out of, out of riding horses and, and, and well, and, you know, the, and I mean, there's all this, there's this whole therapy animal idea, right? I mean, they used mm -hmm. to bring them into this, my, my daughter's schools, they bring dogs in and stuff, you know, and everybody would pet the dogs and cats and whatever they had. And, and, and this was supposed to, and I, and everybody relaxed and felt better. They had a, they had one group bring, um, uh, alpacas, you know, those, they're like, oh, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. There was this, there was every year to my daughter's high school, they bring the therapy of alpacas <laughs> and, and I, I can see things are a lot more relaxed than llamas, which can be a little nasty, but uh, no, these, the alpacas are nicer and, and all oh, God, the kids love that. They all went out and pet these things. Yeah. So I guess it's, I guess it's kind of the same idea, although it sounds like they're doing a lot more. It sounds like they actually have a, you know, a program and, and, and stuff like that. And I can see for the physical side, I mean, riding a horse is, you know, it's definitely some exercise. Uh, you got to grab with your legs and know what you're doing. And yeah, someone with autism or something like that would probably find that, you know, a way they could concentrate and, you know, yeah, yeah I can, I, uh, that's, that's very interesting. I, I, I really didn't know that that sort of thing was going. So the idea is, so tell me a little bit. The, the, so this sensory path is, is to keep the horse going the right direction. So it knows where it is, or is this like a, a challenge, like an obstacle challenge that, that they've got to do? Yeah, it would be the secondary um, one that you mentioned. I mean, it, it's about the rider experiencing different things while they're on the horse. 
So because when a horse goes through mulch, it reacts a certain way. And when it walks on rock, it reacts a certain way. And then the rider gets the opportunity, um, you know, the volunteers working with them to help them understand how the different um, substances feel from the from that perspective. So, you know, as they are, are walking on different substances, they that can just be a part of, of what they're also considering. And there's a part where they go through water? They have like a stream? Yeah. Uh, well, we well. So what we did is within the path we segmented it off. So we segmented it off. You have a sand portion, uh-huh. and then you have a rock portion, and then you have a mulch portion, and then you have a portion that's water. Oh, that's okay. filled. That's filled with water. It, it's not. It's not very deep. Yeah, um, it's maybe my about. But, because she went. She and my wife went horseback riding in Las Vegas when we were down there, and uh, and uh, my daughter's horse didn't want to go in the water <laughs> wanted to take them through this creek or something and her horse wouldn't go in the water <laughs> they had to somebody had to get off and lead it across you know and it was she was terrified she was going to get like stuck in the water with this horse that wouldn't go but it's yeah, so like they can happen they 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 can be reluctant for sure that's super cool now now who so what re- was it cooper what rental store was helping out with this or or were there different ones Yes, so we had um, we had a, a great uh, great showing from members in the area. So we had uh, a lot of employees from the from Cooper uh, Equipment. Obviously, Angie is with Rental Network. Yep. Um, we even had somebody come over the border from Bellingham. Um, oh, kidding! Who, yeah, who was uh, representing the Northwest Rental Conference. We had uh, Memento Rents. We had Hub City Display. That was Jill Holtzman, and she lives. You you maybe know Jill. I know Jill. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. Well, they're out in Regina though. They, she came in a long way for that. She did. She flew in for the event, which was great to have her. We had um, Iron Mountain uh, Equipment Rentals. We had some folks from Brant Tractor, and then um, you know, as I mentioned. We, we couldn't have had an event without tables and chairs and Peterson's uh, event rentals provided that. And then we had a, a wonderful tent that kept us dry. We had a little bit. I mean, we were in Vancouver area, so we had a little bit of rain and um, that was Phoenix tent rentals. Fantastic. You got a, you got a real squad out there to help out. That's great. So what kind of, kind of stuff did people have to provide? What were they, what were they bringing in? Um, well, I'm going to say you name it, but we had cement mixers, we had compact utility loaders, we had a dedicated trencher because we had all that, the conduit laying. Um, we had a, a generator just because, you know, you always have to be prepared. Uh, you never know. Uh, the material buggy that I mentioned, um, we had probably two or three of those because there was a lot of hauling of materials from where the materials were to the um, to the sensory path. Oh my gosh! So uh, we had paint sprayers. Oh. We had a wonderful volunteer, Mitch, who just suited up. And he spray painted two whole arenas, the the boards and the two whole arenas. And then we also had, you know, other hand painters. There was some other hand painting that needed to be done. And um, 
That's and then, you know, one thing that was critical to all these projects is having a photographer. So actually, Jill um, took a lot of fantastic pictures. We hope that everybody is following the ARA on Facebook or Instagram and LinkedIn because um, there are pictures out there and, and we'll be putting some more um, here in the next couple of days. Okay, that's that. That's good to know because I'll make sure I link to them in my channels. And uh, and uh, actually, if you guys want to send me the pictures, I can uh, I can help distribute those as well because uh, that would be uh, that would be some great stuff for everybody to see for sure. Um, when did this happen, uh, Judson? It was it was just recent, right? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was just last week. It was just last. So, uh huh. This was a big project. Oftentimes, our projects are just one day. Uh -huh. But this was a was a big project. So we were there September sixth and seventh, from eight in the morning till three in the afternoon. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Well, what a what a what a what a great effort. Yeah, that must have been smiles all around for sure, though, to get that done, and uh, and and it and to have the horses come out. That's that's kind of that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean the the horses were in the background the whole time, and um, which also you know gives you a good feeling and understanding of, you know, what you're doing and, and the, and the impact that it has. I'm picturing. So is this like a, um, like a small farm mm -hmm. area? Yeah. 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 So you're outside yeah. of Langley a little bit, right? Like you must've been out in the, out in the countryside a little bit. We were, you know, I was a foreigner, literally. But I mean, I did see the signs that said we were in the farm area. But, yeah, you don't uh, have to I go mean, far. We weren't like, we were maybe 15 minutes from the Cascades Casino. There you go. Uh, so just kind of for reference, I, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> well anyone who's gone out to the CRABC show has because that. Yeah. That's where they. That's where the hotel would be uh, for the show, and then and then the um, the actual uh, the actual show would be over at the Prairie Land. Uh, oh, okay. Sort of, it was like a, I don't know. They call it a rodeo, but it's it's kind of like a fair. Well, it it has a lot of farm buildings and stuff like that there too. I, I think it is a fairgrounds, and um, and that's that's where the BC show would always be. Anyways, uh, but yeah, that Rob would know all about it because he was always there. Um, so that's, yeah, really cool. Well, that, that, that just sounds great. So, uh, what, what, what kind of feedback did you get from the people participating? Was everybody pretty thrilled to be involved? Oh, yes. I mean, so here's one of the things that is just wonderful about people in, um, in this business is that they don't get flustered. And if something, if we, oh gosh, you know what? It turns out we need more of this. We don't have that. We need more of something. You know, everyone is on the phone. I got it. I got it. We'll get it. And, you know, 20 minutes later it shows up or even uh, the next day we had to bring in some more sand and it's like, oh gosh, well, they have the sand, but they don't have a trailer. Okay. We got it. We can oh, we'll get a trailer. We'll pick up the sand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The problem solvers, for sure. You know, I, I think that's the that's probably the key uh, the key personality trait for uh, for somebody in this in this line of work. Absolutely. Well, that just that that just sounds great, Judson. Um, uh, what's 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 the future hold? Have you got more uh, more projects you're looking at? More areas where where's the where's the impact program going next? 
Well, the impact program can come to your community. Yes, it can. If you submit an application. Um, but yes, we do have one more project uh, this calendar year. And and we have talked to a couple of people in the Toronto area. Cool. We haven't we haven't identified um well, I don't I won't say names because I've just kind of had uh, conversations trying to identify a nonprofit. So yeah. I would say, hey, all of your listeners that are that are in that area, keep your eye out and um, we would love to come come your way. But well, we've got a highway there called the Gardner Expressway, Judson, that really, if you guys want to just tear that down, it's <laughs> Rip that down and build one. That would that would really be great. I don't. I'm not sure how far your twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> but that, yeah, I, I think that might be above our skill level too. There, Pat. <laughs> yeah. We got the skill. We got the people. I the, 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 we the, the rental guys could do it, but but yeah, no, it's 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 uh uh yeah no that's that's what Toronto needs more than anything. I think they probably got a few parks there too that could use some sprucing up. Uh, and, and anyways, I think they poured a lot of money to that in COVID. Well, yeah. it, you know what, uh, uh, Justin, I did, and I, I, I think I'm going to have to get you back to, to talk about some of the other things that the, um, uh, that the foundation does, because a lot of those educational initiatives sound very interesting as well. Uh, I know, uh, I know people have been taking advantage of the scholarships for a long time and, um, and, uh, but it sounds like you've got a few new things going that maybe I'm not as familiar with. Um, but, uh, you know, that impact project, I think is, you know, folks listening, put your, put your thinking caps on, um, because, um, it, this is just, a it, it's just a, a great thing to do in your community. It gets your, it gets your store, lots of, lots of attention. Um, it, it helps out and is a lasting contribution that, that people mm -hmm. are remember. Um, and, uh, and it feels great to do it. it. It's, it's a fun thing for your staff, actually. Uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, everyone will love to get out and pitch in, uh, for these kinds of things because they know it's for a good cause. And, um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you've got the pictures and the memories forever. So it's, 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 I, I, I really, uh, I really applaud the ARA for that, for that initiative. It makes a lot of sense to me. And I, I hope everybody, uh, everybody in, in range of this is, um, is thinking about, you know, what, what they maybe got, you know, ah, there, there's something over there they need help with, or this group over here, I, I I'm involved with, you know, I, I know could use some, could use some assistance with something like that, you know, just, Anything that's going to need some equipment, that's going to need some event supplies, um, that's that that's the kind of thing that uh, that the ARA might swoop in and 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 help out with. So uh, so 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 give it a thought, Judson. Anything else to say about the the impact program and the foundation before we go? Yes. So um, thank you, Pat. I I just appreciate the opportunity to um, be here today and to to talk about um, the impact program because it is everything that you said it was and um, it really just provides a unique opportunity um, for the industry to give back. But uh, just wanted to let everybody know that um, we are hosting an online auction right now for to benefit the ARA Foundation. And so, oh, kidding? When, yeah. When you go to our website, you'll see Ready, Set, Bid, and you can go right into um, into the auction site and browse the items. And I believe me, we, I think we've got something for everybody. We have a Cleveland experience, Fiesta Bowl tickets. We um, have someone that's promised us some maple leaf uh, 
hockey tickets that we're wait we're waiting to get the final on that. We have some basketball tickets, we have wine festival, we have airline certificates. So um, we encourage everybody to just go visit the auction, bid, and um, ultimately that supports uh, the ARA Foundation and the programs that we've discussed today. Now, is that an ongoing thing, Judson? Is that something that's open right now? And it's you... open right now until um, Sunday, September 24th. Holy folks, run, don't walk, everybody, because uh, it's happening now and you want to get in there before all the good stuff is gone. Uh, and uh, although it sounds like it's all good stuff and nobody loves an auction like a rental store person. So, all right. Yeah, so that's 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 right in the wheelhouse. Where, where where do they go to see that again, Judson? That would be right on the ARA website. Yeah, it's all it's so as you land on the AR website, uh, we talk about it, and then if you go to the ARA Foundation portion, there's right. um, information that you can get right into um, into the bidding. Great. I'll have to get a link on that on, up on my channels as well, so that everybody can uh, get in and there. We, if anybody's heading to the show in New Orleans in February, we've got some great restaurants in New Orleans that also uh, have uh, that you can bid on. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, that helps. Very nice. Get your meal planning done already. <laughs> For your trip to New Orleans, fantastic. Judson McNeil, program director, fundraising at uh, the ARA Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, and telling us all about the uh, the Big Impact Project in Langley. Thanks again, and I look forward to coming back. Okay, great. All well, right. To get you up, we just got to find we got to find another one. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us for Counter Talks. You can find Counter Talks episodes online at CanadianRentalService.com or on the major podcasting services. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine.